0: No purchase necessary. Void are prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I wanted a career in which everything would matter. Because I'm motivated by something bigger than myself. So I joined the CIA. And now I help protect our families, our friends, and every fellow American. Here, my abilities contribute to our mission. Agency professionals have extraordinary integrity and exceptional talents. And every day, we do work that's incredibly important.
1: Find out how everything you do in your career can impact our nation. Visit cia.gov slash careers to learn more and apply. Hello again, friends, and welcome to Gamecock Central Radio. It's Emerson Phillips with our columnist, Scott Davis, and Scott's column this week is up after the Gamecocks lost to Virginia in the belt Bowl Queen City Quicksand is the headline of his column. We hope you'll check it out, read it in its entirety. Scott, uh, rough bowl game, no getting around it, so we're going to chop it up a little bit today, and you go into a good deal of your feelings, you know, after the bowl game, the loss to Virginia. It was just a bitter pill to swallow.
2: Yeah, it it really was, uh, Emerson. First of all, good to talk to you again. And Happy New Year 2019 uh, is upon us believe it or not and another gamecock football season is in the books it's crazy it seems like it was five seconds ago when i was talking to you after that coastal carolina game but another one has come and gone and unfortunately for south carolina fans they have nine months to think about the way this season ended which was truly um somewhat disastrous against Virginia. A twenty eight to nothing loss in the belt bowl. I think some Gamecock fans were a little disappointed that they wound up in Charlotte in the belt bowl rather than, you know, what might be perceived as a higher grade bowl, like the Gator Bowl was mentioned as a possibility. And at the end of the day, Gamecocks very much didn't look like they even deserved to be in the belt bowl. So they got run out of Charlotte did not score a point in a game for the first time in a dozen years. Virginia wins a bowl game for the first time in 13 years. So no matter how you slice it, it was an extremely disappointing performance on Saturday.
1: Scott, you became angry Gamecock fan after the Gamecocks lost to Virginia 28-nothing, <laughs> but then you kind of settled down and realized that uh, you really weren't truly angry. Because you've seen this many times and you'll see it again.
2: Yeah, I, I really wasn't. And that that's what uh, I think I realized an hour or two after the bowl game was over was I was going through the motions of what I would typically do when I was disappointed by a game when I finally realized I wasn't really that disappointed. This didn't shock me, unfortunately. Um This uh, season's been a very weird one for South Carolina. There have been kind of, it's just happened in spurts. There, there would be a a three, four game stretch where the Gamecocks looked like they were improving and getting better. And then there'd be a stretch where they didn't. And unfortunately here at the end of the season, they had a stretch where things kind of started to, uh, to go astray for them. They, they, Um, had Florida completely, totally defeated in Gainesville in a game that would have absolutely been their one signature win of 2018, and they let that slip away. Then they had Chattanooga. Then they lost by 21 points to Clemson. Then they played Akron and, and played really a very poor second half in that game. Then you come into the bowl game and get shut out, which was just shocking. And so (laughs) the season really did not end on a positive note for the Gamecocks. And I think, uh, unfortunately, it didn't surprise me because, as I say in the column, uh, the Gamecocks really for almost two decades now have been about a 7-5 and or thereabouts type program. You know, ever since Lou Holtz got here, kind of wrestled the program back from the complete uh, brink that they were on at that time, that's roughly where they've been. And, you know, we remember the Steve Spurrier glory years. The reality is other than that three-year period, which no doubt about it was by far the greatest three-year stretch in South Carolina history, but the rest of Spurrier's time here on both sides of that three-year run, typically about a seven and five group, and that's about where they've been <laughs> since Will Muschamp got here and i think there to me is a little bit of danger in that because that's just good enough that the fans are not, you know, carrying pitchforks and torches to the athletic department and demanding change but as a result not much seems to be happening with the program they're recruiting about well enough to continue to maintain that And unfortunately for the foreseeable future, that seems to be about where this program is going to be.
1: Yeah. That's about where the Gamecocks have been, you know, throughout the 120 years or more of Gamecock football. So that's where we are now after this disappointing belt bowl game. So Scott, we come to the Debo Samuel belt bowl. What belt bowl? I don't know anything about a belt bowl game balls of the week. (laughs) Debo has been the namesake that, you know, the the name behind the game ball of the week award in your column. And he doesn't play in a (laughs) belt bowl. And, uh, the Gamecocks just came out listless against Virginia. Yeah, that was uh, I kind of uh,
2: a little bit of tongue-in-cheek humor there, but the reality is Devo Samuel, by sitting out this bowl game, by default became the best-looking player on the Gamecock offense. <laughs> South Carolina could not get a single thing going offensively. And, you know, Virginia – actually had a decent year defensively. They were, I believe, 24th in the country in total defense. So a solid group. They they weren't world beaters, but not a bad defense. But under no circumstances should South Carolina have been shut out by this group. This is a Virginia team that went 7-5 and five in the ACC this year. They um, lost uh, to a Virginia Tech team that needed to win that game just to get bowl eligible. Virginia giving up 34 points to the Hokies in that ball game, their last game before the Belt Bowl, and then come to Charlotte and shut out a South Carolina team that had gotten some, their fans excited by running up and down the field against Clemson. It was one of the strangest performances offensively, that I can ever remember seeing from South Carolina, and that's really saying something. So Debo Samuel's absence obviously very, very um, uh, damaging to South Carolina's chances to win the game. I did not think at any point this year that they were a one-man offense, but they looked that way on Saturday.
1: Bryson Allen-Williams also gets a game ball, fifth-year defensive player who – you know, has battled injuries the last couple of years, so it's been a bit of a rocky ride for BAW at South Carolina, but a great Gamecock. Yeah, he was. He was the subject of a uh, you know heavy recruiting battle
2: between Alabama and Alabama as well as Georgia. He's from the state of Georgia. They made a late push, Mark Rick personally getting involved, trying to recruit him to Athens. And in the end, he stayed at South Carolina, really one of the most notable recruiting wins for the Steve Spurrier regime uh, his career did not ever really match um, that particular buzz that he received as a recruit but that being said um, he withstood all of that and uh, the fact that he struggled with injuries while he was here the coaching changes all those things he always handled with grace so I did want to shout him out for just always being one of the classiest players on South Carolina's roster, and that shouldn't go unnoticed by us fans.
1: Deflated balls, a staple of your column each week, and this week the Nicholas Cage drive angry deflated balls of the week, several of them. Gamecock offense, free fall, number one on the list.
2: Yeah, it's been a fast, swift fall for that group, too, Emerson. They went up to Clemson and hung 600 yards on the board as an offense. They – did all kinds of things in the passing game during that football game then they had that game against Akron they looked you know pretty good the first couple series in that game and they really fell off the face of the earth at the end of that <coughs> football game excuse me against a very bad Akron team but she gave them you know um an out on that one because it was kind of a strange game you had to play Akron after you'd already played your arch rival so you figure maybe you're not as fired up for the second half of that game as you as you could be. But you had a month to prepare for an average Virginia team and couldn't put a single point on the board and didn't really threaten to do so much. Had a field goal opportunity in the first half that that did not go through the uprights, but it was a, a fairly long attempt. And the Gamecocks just couldn't get anything going in either the running game or the passing game. Jake Bentley, unfortunately, one of his lesser performances in a South Carolina uniform, let's put it that way, after one of his best against Clemson. So just an incredible amount of inconsistency for for that unit.
1: Yeah, shocking that the Gamecocks could put up 600 yards against such a good Clemson defense and then a month later just come up flat against Virginia and get shut out. So, Scott, the Gamecocks have had short yardage running game problems all season and when Carolina couldn't convert fourth and inches early in the ball game and I was thinking about you the Gamecocks didn't have faith in the running game so they went with a pass and couldn't complete it and Virginia took over on downs and that was the start of a long day for South Carolina.
2: It's just so frustrating as a fan to watch repeatedly South Carolina has been unable to convert fourth and inches. It's happened time and time again. It happened throughout this season. It happened throughout last season. It seems to have become a staple of this team's identity, and it's not a part of your identity that you want to be known for. It, It was interesting because this announcing crew had not really had South Carolina much this year. And they were in total disbelief and shock that the Gamecocks were passing on fourth and inches. But I was not because I'd seen this team time and time again struggle to convert plays like that, which is exactly why I understood what the reasoning behind that call, as baffling as it may have seemed, was. Unfortunately, South Carolina just doesn't convert it. And it set the tone that this was going to be a struggle all day on offense, which is exactly what happened.
1: Running back by committee gets a deflator this week as well. The Gamecock ground game, uh, 43 yards on 19 attempts. So you think the Gamecocks need to establish a clear number one back, which they did not do this year? If they don't
2: think they have one, they're going to have to get five one because at this point they, they pretty much just about waved the white flag on being able to establish any kind of running game. In fact, in that Clemson game, they really didn't even pretend that they were going to run the football at any point during that game, and it ended up being their best offensive performance, not just of this season, but in many seasons. And so they either just need to decide that they're an absolutely pass-happy team, that's who they are, they're not worried about the running game, or if they want to continue to try to be a ball control team, which is what Will Muschamp really wants his offense to be, and we all know that, I think he's recognized that he has to have more of a sped-up, hurry-up offense with receivers you know, out wide and uh, moving the ball down the field if he's going to be able to recruit athletes to South Carolina. But what he really wants is an offense that controls the clock, and takes up big chunks of yardage on the ground. And unfortunately, as a result, it's led this offense to just struggle to have an identity. Sometimes they are out there with that sped-up offense that Brian McClendon wants to run. Other times it seems that they're still trying to, to be that team that, that gets chunks of yardage on the ground and eats up clock like what we really know Will Muschamp wants him to be. And they don't do either one of those things all that well. So it's it's hard to figure out exactly who they are offensively. They've got to figure out what they want to be. And if they want to have any semblance of a running game, they're just going to have to find a back that they believe in and try to ride him. Because right now, uh, trying to you know split carries between four different guys this year it just didn't work, and never did it work as poorly as it did in the belt ball.
1: Yeah, Gamecocks had a lot of injuries, a lot of key players out, but uh, no excuse for the effort that the Gamecocks gave. just wasn't very good. Carolina didn't seem very interested to be uh, playing in that bowl game. So, Queen City quicksand, the headline of Scott Davis's column that's on the website right now. We hope to check it out. Hey, Scott, uh, 2019, New Year, will be rung in tonight so happy new year to you we'll try to keep our chin up moving Mm -hmm. into a new year brother thanks very much
2: absolutely we'll hang in there we'll be back in 2019 as we always are hope you have a happy new year emerson and everyone else in gamecock nation happy new year to you
1: all right thank you scott same to you that's scott davis our columnist and i'm emerson phillips and this is gamecock central radio thanks for being with us
0: Viator is the world's leading travel experience marketplace, offering everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche interesting stuff in between. Extensive options, ease of selection and flexibility at your fingertips help make sure your time is wonderfully spent. Viator is the place to go to book experiences that will create long-lasting moments that make lifetime memories. And Viator has over 300,000 bookable experiences to choose from in over 190 countries. In In fact, just last year, Viator helped my family put together this amazing adventure on the island of Kona. Swimming with the manta rays, trying to avoid the barracudas. Whatever your wildest dreams, if you can imagine it, Viator probably has an experience just for you. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in Viator's world of wonderful experiences. Viator. One site.
1: Chumba,
0: ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase. Necessary. Word, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.